easy properties, found cash in your laundry, now you can invest it in property. Creating a proper portfolio for yourself is not about understanding the market, but it's about understanding yourself. Mm. But, go, go deep. Go deep. <laughs> but the one thing for me is that you need to understand who you are as a person. What type of individual are you? So that will shape which type of investment I'm going to go into. What type of stock I'm going to go into. You understand? You need to understand as an individual, where are you planning to go? Welcome to Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications, your cool guide to investing. Youth Money Circle and Easy Equities created the Easy Does It podcast to help educate the ordinary South African to encourage them to start their journey towards owning the market. And sometimes... It's better to hear from other investors, to hear about their stories. Why do they invest? How did they start? What are they currently investing in for them to even share their portfolios themselves? Mm. My name is DJ At Large, the founder of Youth Money Circle and the host of the Easy Does It podcast, your cool guide to investing. Today, we'll be cooking up a great portfolio with an investor. This investor's name is Ivan Sambo. His name is familiar, right? Because he's a financial education content creator. This man is passionate about teaching people. He has a very popular YouTube channel with over 10,000 subscribers where he's sharing all types of content. And today he'll be talking about his portfolio. I'm very keen to see what's in it. Ivan, thank you so much uh, for being on the Easy Does It podcast, man. Uh, It's only a pleasure, man. I've been looking forward to be a guest here. When I saw that email, I was like, yeah. (laughs) Finally, finally. <laughs> no, we, 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 we've yeah. got you on, on, on the podcast. Uh, I've got a random uh, money question for you, right? Okay. Um, if your easy equities portfolio could speak, mm. what would it say about you? Put more money. Put more put money. Put more money in. <laughs> I think that's the number one thing you'll start saying. Put more money in, especially for 2021. Uh, ew. Yeah, I, I, dis- I think I disappointed it this year. What, what was the reason? Were there other things happening that were basically touching on your finances? I think the one thing I wanted to do this year was to build myself as a brand. So I had to prioritize uh, building myself as a brand. I that means investing in yourself. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, investing into myself than to invest into my portfolio and acquiring more ownership in terms of stock or in terms of easy property or whatever the case may be. So I think that's what's the thing. Beautiful, beautiful. So have you ever heard of the game Never Have I Ever? Oh, yes. I'm a, so. I'm a university so, student. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I want us to play it together. Okay. Right? So I've got three statements, and I All want right. you to tell us if is it a never, mm. and maybe we can talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Okay. Cool stuff. So the first one is never have I ever bought a stock because of social media hype. I have. <laughs> I have. Sasol. <laughs> so, 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 so you did it with Sasol. I did it with Sasol. So you saw the hype, you saw people talking about it, but it wasn't a bad ending. It right? was. It was not because actually I bought it. Remember when COVID started? Yes. And everyone's like, Sasol, Sasol, Sasol. And I felt, I'm not a big fan of Sasol. People who follow me on Twitter, YouTube, they know I'm not a fan of Sasol. Okay. But that pressure at that time got to me. The pressure got to me. I love that you're being honest. Right. So the second statement is: Never have I ever showed off my investment portfolio online. I'm sure, Ivan, you've been seeing this where Mm. people are taking like a screenshot of how much uh, the investment portfolio is. Is something that you've done? No, I haven't done some of the amounts, but some of the percentage I have. 
what are your thoughts on this because uh, some people would say you know when you share your, your the value of your portfolio you're showing off but there's another group of people who would say i'm trying to encourage my followers the community where do you stand on that the world i have built for myself i feel is a personal thing as much as i'm all about the education i feel for me personal is a personal thing i have nothing against for those who are showing off and for those who do that let them do it okay i have no i have nothing against them but for me personally i feel the amount i've accumulated the amount i've put into my easy equity account or whatever investment yeah, is is yeah. my private business i love that yeah. i love that so the last statement is never have i ever sold a stock because i panicked no, so something I happens haven't. and now you're like i'm I haven't. selling it i have so you that kind of guy that's like i'm holding on i don't care what's even going even on. for sasso i hold on sasso why i bought because of peer pressure but I, I i like when people are selling there was a time last year september if not in october yeah. when people were panicking on twitter and they were selling and held on i held on <laughs> but i had no reason to be there but i held on yeah ivan i'm very curious to know your money story you know what encouraged you to start investing and then how did you discover easy equity uh i think the power of a woman the power of a woman which woman? i was raised by three most powerful women you'll ever meet in your life beautiful my grandmother my great grandmother and my mother okay those women they've never directly taught me about money but their action showed you showed me money okay. so but let me just touch on my grandmother from my please father's do, side uh i moved to stay with her when i think i was 18 if i'm not, I was not uh, 12 okay i moved from my mom to stay with her it was just the two of us and that time she's working a middle entry job uh, at a government complex and when i moved in she sat me down and she said ivan here my pay slip ivan here's the bills i have to pay for a single month ivan here's the money i'm left with every after, after everything is paid if you want something we need to negotiate in these terms i love what she's doing because you know i've been in a lot of households yeah we don't talk about money we don't. money is a secret it's hey a sleep secret. hey baba it's a secret um, and I, I love that approach i come from my tool which is a small township of yeah. spread, and i'm moving into my grandmother and she is showing me my portfolio showing her uh, not, my, <laughs> not her portfolio showing me her pay sleep and like she we always had a conversation my grandmother every single month even if i want brand new shoes school shoes whatever i want to is a school trip whatever it is but come on, send me down. Hey, this is what I have. What she used to get paid the fifteen. This is what's supposed to be paid, and he's supposed to be paid. Even if I used to go pay the bills, electricity bill was paid by me. Uh, Even yeah. her own little account, she yeah. would send me to go pay it. So I understood the value of every single thing in the household. So when I grew up, I understood the value of money because mm. I knew if I'm gonna you knew how much was coming in. Yeah. And coming out. So now you have a different perspective you see, of money. Itself. If I'm gonna open the fridge and stand there for a second, I know how much electricity costs. I need to go to the fridge door. I'm gonna, what I'm gonna get and close the fridge as soon as possible. I know the electricity bill. Mm, if i'm gonna I play with water you. i know the pull of that water so i think my grandmother was the one woman that played a huge role but my mother as well my mother was always an entrepreneur my mother's always struggled managing money but she never struggled with getting it mm. my mother knew how to make money even if when even come to being a machonisa my mother was like i know like making money she yes. will make but she'll find ways to make money oh. so i learned those strategies i observed those women in my grandmother grandma used to sell like she would sell anything my grandma used to sell chickens used to sell beads like she used to sell a lot of things my grandma so and i observe know, all of yeah, those things and as you speak you know what it, it reminds me mm. of money is not complicated it's not it's not it doesn't need you to be this uh, einstein yeah it's a very simple thing and it's said that you know 
organizations and, and professionals have complicated a very simple thing. And the lessons you've learned from, from your mother and your grandmother, it's, just, it's, it's beautiful stuff. It's all about observation. I know people say like, money, money literacy must be taught at school. Yes, I agree with that. But sometimes it's all about observing the, our parents, observing the community we're in. Because especially for, for a boy child, we're all about observation compared to like, like we always want to see things and do it. Mm. And we have role models that can be able to do those things, trust me. In terms of your investment strategy, because mm. I obviously want to focus on your portfolio. Yeah. We're cooking up a great portfolio. <laughs> yeah. What is your investment strategy? In terms of me, I'm, as I said, I'm a, I'm a student, full-time student, and I have a lot of things happening on my side. Okay. So my investment strategy is something that I want to be automatic. And I want something that will never want me to do much more time into it. So my investment strategy is always to go to what is always safe but risky. So I'm a moderate to uh, a moderate to a, a little bit of a, a risky investor. Okay. So every time I look at uh, stable companies, but who are willing to take risk. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's the type see, of investor I that I am. That's my strategy. Company I know that they're not likely gonna fail, but they're likely to take big risk. So the type of investor that I am, I look at those type of companies. We'll see. We'll see buying still work. Type yes, of vibe, yes, yes. um, and but also, I love, I love to take gambles as well, like PPC, for example. Uh, I gambled a lot there, <laughs> gamble, we're, we're in the gamble together. Hey, I gambled a lot there, so that's the type of strategy I have. I want companies that it's easy for me to get information about, I want investment assets that don't want me to do so much research that it's easy to get to understand their leadership, to understand the type of uh, uh, operation they're into, they understand their objectives, the, the, the like everything around them. I want it to be easy, simple, and transparent. You see, so I don't want to do much more time. Like, not that those companies that you have to spend six hours, three days to understand them. I don't want them. (laughs) What do they actually do? You see, I see. I don't want that. So I'm a guy. My strategy is simple, easy. Yeah. So you've you've obviously got a a huge community of people who uh, go to your YouTube page, follow you on social media. To those who are new to investing, mm. what are the key ingredients to cooking up a great portfolio? What are the things that you need to make that portfolio pop off? I know people are going to hate me for this. Creating a proper portfolio for yourself is not about understanding the market, but it's about understanding yourself. But the one thing, I don't think for me is that you need to understand who you are as a person. What type of individual are you? So, but that will shape which type of investment I'm going to go into. What type of stock I'm going to go into. You understand? You need to understand as an individual, where are you planning to go? Because for me, I'm one person that's a chill guy. I love groove. I love... Now, enjoyment is important to me. <laughs> yes, yes. I also understand the part that I'm a student. I don't want to waste my time into so many things. I want to invest and chill, but at the same time, I want to see growth in myself. See? So, I understood. So, I understood. So, when I go to investments, I want something like that as well. Something uh, that's going to be it easy. Matches your it matches my personality. So I don't need to worry because someone will be a chill guy like me but want to invest into companies such as Avang, for example. Avang will give you nightmares. Will make you not sleep at night. <laughs> but when I invest there but a chill, relaxed guy, doesn't match your personality. You'll be stressing, you'll be buying, selling every single day because the, the investment asset that you're in doesn't match your personality. So the first thing to do always always understand yourself your personality and what matches up with you understand because i believe you must be in one flow with what you invest into mm. it must meet up with you you know you're saying something so interesting we we had a penny stocks episode with yeah. mark and mark spoke about sometimes you choose a a, a stock based on just emotion you've got a gut feeling yeah, yeah. and gut feeling means you don't you don't even know the company but you've got a gut, <laughs> gut feeling. feeling and it's so interesting that you're saying that's what should lead us before we even start to do the research itself yes yeah, because sometimes sometimes you can see a company right 
and it's like yarre yarre <laughs> let me say much you just feel like yarre and that's me like, for example let me use uh tokusan gaming yeah. i saw tokusan gaming i think two years back and i was like yarre yeah there's something here. there's something here. i remember i put my first i think I, the first time i, I tokusan gaming i put 200 rand would I even just know, to see, just to see. I wouldn't even know what the hell does Tokosan Gaming do. But I know Tokosan Hotels. I don't yeah. know hotels. What the hell is the gaming side of it? How is it structured? I don't even know. But it was something. Even when I was doing the research about it, it felt so natural. I was enjoying the articles I was reading. I was enjoying going through their statements. Because what? There was that natural vibe. I hear you. you and it makes the research portion easier. Easier. Oh man, that that ingredient you've just given <laughs> us is absolute gold. Um, talk a little bit more about your portfolio. Yeah. So obviously on 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 the Easy Equities platform, mm. you can invest in the JSE stocks, yeah. international stocks, unit trusts, um, exchange traded yeah. funds, Easy Property. Um, where have you invested? So where's your largest um holdings in terms of the various um uh, instruments? I'm a fanboy of the JSE. You're fanboy. I'm GSE. a fanboy. Okay. You ever seen someone that says like, let's say they have the Tesla uh, fanboy? Fan yes. that they are always everything Tesla, Tesla. That's me with the GC. Okay. I'm a big fan of the GC, so I'm in terms of my my ETFs and my individual stock, okay. hugely, huge. I think in terms of my whole portfolio. I can say 85% of it is in the JSE. It's in the JSE itself. 85% of it is in cool. the JSE. Now that we, we've figured that out, what are your three best performing shares this year? So this, you look at the JSE, yeah. you, you look at your portfolio, what have been the three best performing? Tosan Gaming, PPE, which is the paper group, and PPC. Those have been the, the most. Biggest through. And then the worst performing? The worst performing, I think, is Sibanya Still Water. Okay. And I'm still going to buy more of it. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a British American Tobacco. And I think the third one, I think I've forgotten. The third one is still at 5% growth. It's not in the biggest. It's the five percent growth. What is it? Forgotten the name. <laughs> and there's one that's the five percent growth for the past year. Based on my research, and I think the fundamental of those three worst companies, I still believe in them, and I still holding them because they're still meeting up with my strategy. They're still meeting up with my research, and I expected this. I expected it. But see, my still water. Still, yeah, okay. yeah. I love that you you've touched on research because that's where I want to go. Yeah. When you are deciding to invest in a company in a stock, mm. what kind of research do you do? And it's an interesting question because you have people who do technical analysis. Yeah. We look at the fact sheet. And then you've got uh, a DJ at large yeah. who uses people and resources that already do the research. I don't have time. To yeah. do. where, where are you with this? There's two forms of research. Right? There's technical and there's fundamental. Yes. I'm a fundamental guy. Okay. I believe in the people behind the company, the operation, the mission, the vision statement. Okay. So when I do research, I start there. I never even... I'm not a guy who I look at the craft. I'm, I don't do accounts. I'm a law student, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so I'm the guy who looks at who's behind the company, who are their, their competition, what are their mission for the next five years, okay. what type of operation do they do, is the field going to grow, going to uh, collapse, what is the, the, the global tone around the particular field they're in, what's the domestic tone around the field they're in. I look at those things. I don't go with the craft and look at patterns. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man. I don't even understand those things. I just love how honest. You are. I mean, I, I use the Easy Equities research portal yeah. because it's been put together by the geniuses. It's it's something I can read, I can understand, I can summarize. Yeah. It. So that's my tip. That's what I basically yeah. do, and, and I'm glad that you do something very it's similar. similar. Uh, a lot of people want to be geniuses, and there's graphs and let's keep it simple. I think that's the thing with well, in terms of investment. People want to complicate the most simplest thing. 
when you're a long-term investment i don't believe technical analysis is going to help you i don't believe so like honestly i know people say i'm going to you based on the pattern for the past five years you can predict ah oh, sit down and relax please drink water drink water <laughs> and, and and i want to know if you could have a sneak peek mm. at somebody else's portfolio who, whose portfolio would you like Soul to see? Fairy. Soul Fairy number like one. I want to let her know. So Soul like Fairy to, number why one. Why would you like to see Soul Fairy's one? There's something about She's got a beautiful mind. Yo. She's got a really beautiful mind. The way she dives into companies, the way she breaks them down and understand them. She doesn't use technicals. It's all about fundamentals. Fundamentals, yeah. the same way I am, but the way she does it, I just love it. It's just beautiful. Oh. So I would love to dive into her portfolio. And the second one, <laughs> I never say this, but it has speak freely. <laughs> what? Speak freely. Don't it has to be Pumzile. I'm not sure if you know Pumzile. Yes. It has to be that woman. Like she's so mysterious around her portfolio. She doesn't speak much about it. Okay. So you do, you you can't like, live with I'm like I'm like why are you so quiet about it? Like why? Is it a good quiet or a bad quiet? That's the thing. <laughs> I want to understand that as well. Like Pumzile, what are you hiding there? Because I know I know she she's a smart genius and. Well, one of the most educated women, like in terms of the fan Twitter community. Yeah. So I wanna know why are you so quiet about it. <laughs> so mysterious. Maybe we need to get on the Easy Does It podcast. <laughs> you we have need, to. We need to you find have out. to. You have to. <laughs> um, you know, I, I even you you've been in this game for yeah. a long time, and it's beautiful that you're so humble. Yeah. About your beginnings, you're so humble about the way you talk about finances, even in your videos. Yeah. You you don't. You don't scare people away. You make it very relatable and you're very honest about your yeah. mistakes and your successes. What advice do you have for those who are new to investing? They're scared to get started. You know, they've heard, they listen to the podcast, but mm. they're like, Ish, you know, for me to risk my 200 or my 300, I'm not so sure. What advice do you have to them? It's okay. It's okay to be scared. I was scared. I remember the first time I, I downloaded Easy Equity and I started investing. I put in money, I would draw within the next two weeks. I put in money, I saw it drops about, about 5%. I get nervous, I would draw. That's okay. It's okay to be like that. I think that stage is needed as well because it released so much anxiety that when you really start to take it serious and you put the work in there, you already have released that toxin inside of what to feel to be scared. So you now get it's okay to feel like that, to feel scared. And after you feel scared and got you and you out of that zone, the first thing you need to do, I need to go back to this point. Understand yourself. Understand you, what you wanna achieve, what you wanna achieve, what's your goal, and also align your investment goals with your life goal. For me, I'm a law student. With next year is my final year, I'm doing my fifth year next year. I plan my portfolio according to that. There is a section of my portfolio that is due to be sold as soon as I graduate to fund my, my next transition from a university student to actually be to, in candidate to eternity now yeah, being yeah. an actual lawyer. So, and I know there's going to be a struggle around that. And there's a portion of my portfolio when I started That's investing specifically, specifically for, that. for that. I love it. You see, so it's okay to do that. Even with my crypto investment, there's a portion of it that's due to be sold within the next seven years. Because I have a sister that's going to university. You know, there's, there's a particular portfolio that's due to be sold in the next 13 years. Because my other brother was studying university. I don't know what's going to happen there. Mm. If you were going to have funding. We don't have funding. You see? And I'm willing to plan even for them mm. using my investment portfolio. Yeah. So it's okay to plan like that. It's okay to plan short term. It's okay to plan long term. And it's okay to plan for yourself in the next 15, 20 years. 
because you align your investment portfolio with your life with the story that you're going through remember allow your portfolio investment portfolio to tell your life story as well oh, i believe that your investment portfolio must tell your life story honestly. oh man must tell best advice story. i've ever heard in terms of 2022 yeah what is in your watch list which stocks are you looking at I do not have stocks that I'm looking at because as I okay. said in the beginning, I'm still building up my brand. I believe in the next okay. two to three years, it's all about discovering Ivan. As much as I'm studying law, I'm still not sure where do I fit in. Okay. Do you understand? So I want to invest so much into myself and discovering myself that I, and I will keep what I have right now and move into it with 2022. I don't think I'll be buying anything new. Mm, I don't want to lie. I, I think see, I'll I be holding what I have investing more on it but there's a little bit of discovery as well there that you're looking at i think discovery hasn't recovered from COVID 19. so you think there's still a little bit of some value there i think it hasn't discovered mm. so discovery and vukile as well those are the two if i had to buy companies those, are, stocks, the two you're looking those at. are the two i'll be looking at they're already in my watch list the other companies in my watch list i'm just i'm just uh, uh following just for content based and also terms of interest because i'm like okay I'm just interested where you're going. But there's some companies for myself that I just love to keep track of. I have no ambition to put my money in, but I love what they're going. I love what they're doing. And I'm interested in terms of my own understanding and terms of my own just joy and fun to follow them. So, but you know, if I were to put my, I think, Discovery and Vogile properties is where you go. It's where I will go next year. But if I would have to buy it, I think it will be after April next year. Ah, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. You know, talking about your brand, how do we keep in touch with you? I know you've got a massive following on YouTube. Yeah. You're on social media. How do we get in touch with you? Uh, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter is where you find me most. Uh, it's Ivan Sambo. I'm just using my name, all of the platform. You find me there, and if I, I share most of my financial education content. But if you don't see that, I have the lifestyle Ivan side of things, the group <laughs> side, the student side, I'm there on Instagram. You'll see me <laughs> popping champagne. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Ivan, thank you so much. Cooking up a great portfolio with an investor. We appreciate your time finally having you on the Easy Dance podcast. It's only my pleasure. I, mean, I was looking forward to be here. Like, literally, I had to, like, yeah, I must even come to the studio. I saw you even propose, like, a virtual thing. I was like, no. I want to be here. Uh, we appreciate it so much. <laughs> I thank you so much for having me, man. Easy does it. That's how we do. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.